Chase is alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're joining me if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. And we're back in the studio here at Camp Blood Radio. I'm your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me as always, the DU, the drunk uncle, the doc, Mr. Kenton McMullins. Hey, hey, hey. So, anything new to report? Fuck. Um, No, that's what I thought. Anyways, (laughs) this episode, powered by Delicious Folgers. I'm not drinking iced coffee this evening, though. I'm I'm actually sitting on my back porch here in the Midwest, and it's a little nipply outside. So I'm I'm drinking hot coffee, but not too hot because I don't want it to burn my precious little lips, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm rocking an Aquafina, so I'm just as hard as you are. Hey, you know what? Me too. I'm double fisting. Actually, no shit. I got an Aquafina. So shout out to Aquafina for providing the H2O and of course our delicious primetime Folgers as always. So speaking of beverages, I got a really fucking primetime thing that I need to discuss. Okay, let's do it. So I'm at my local stop and rob a couple days ago and I go in to get some delicious Keystone lights, of course, for the orange can hunt challenge that we've already talked about, right? Yeah. So I walk in the back, you know, the beer cave. So I open the door and I feel that that wonderful cold air, you know, just hits your face when you walk in the beer cave. I love that. I, I love do. That. It's just such a such a calm uh, sensation when you walk in and you're just you feel at home. You Sometimes know? I'll just like, go in there and stand and like I do too in like July. Yeah, I do too. And and just put your face up against all the cans that are on the back side of the ones that you get from the other side of the door, you know, where all the normal people are buying their tall boys for the ride home. Yeah, because yeah. they got church on Sunday or something. Or whatever. But like yeah. I don't tall boys to me are a waste of time. That's just a waste. So I don't I don't do that. I'm going with the whole case. And then I'll drink as many of them as I want to on the ride home. You feel I don't me? Know. I kinda like it. I like a tall boy. Oh, I like them, but to me, they're just, it's kind of a waste. If I'm going to drink some beers on the way home, I want to be able to drink as many as I want to while I'm driving. Not just two. <laughs> two but, is not going to, might not work. I might get stuck in traffic. My but car with a tall boy, down. they can just get you for one open container. That's true. That's true. But if you don't buy, if you don't buy like eight of them, then what's the fucking point? That, okay. Okay. Have you ever been driving down the road and your fuel pump went out? You got to sit there for a little bit. Maybe your alternator went out. I don't know. It's July. It's hot out. You want a delicious Keystone light to quench your thirst. So you might as well get a fucking 30 pack instead of a couple tall boys, right? The first time I've ever heard the words delicious and Keystone in the same sentence. I like it. I like it. Well, that's the easiest way to describe (laughs) my beer of choice. Not that bullshit fucking pine cones and water that you goddamn sissy boy uh, hipster IPA drinkers are out there slurping down. Hey. Don't, don't, don't start word vomiting on me because I'm classy. Oh, good Lord. You know, speaking of the hipster IPA drinkers and you clowns, old Jason Sexton, a.k.a. Mitch's Pappy. You remember Mitch's Pappy? Oh, fuck yeah, I do. He chimed in on our Facebook episode post, and he was wearing one of our awesome show hoodies from Mr. James Amaral, a.k.a. James Rodney over at Slasher.Graphics. 
J-Rock. And he's standing, he's standing next to his beer fridge, which is full of fucking hipster IPAs. I'm like, oh, my God. My Mitch kind of man. Pappy. My kind of doing? man. He almost lost a cool point, but he was wearing one of our show shirts, so I'm going to let that shit ride. So, he got two shout cool out. points for me. Well, shout out to Mitch's Pappy, Jason Sexton. We appreciate you. So, anyways, I go in there to purchase not just a couple tall boys, but I'm going to get me a couple cases of the stones, right? So I walk in, 30 racks are on the bottom, 15 packs are up on the top, and they're, they're, they're laying on their sides where you can just grab the handle and slide it towards you and walk out. Oh, yeah. So as, I, as I'm looking up, and I'm like, no, nope, no 15s, I'm going to go with the 30s. But as my eyes go down the racks, I look at the last 15 pack on the bottom before you get to the 30s. And all of a sudden, I see an orange can. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I didn't have my phone on me at the time it was out. It was out in my Escalade. And I wasn't going to walk outside, get my phone, and then come back in. Because I didn't get robbed on the way into the gas station. It would have been my luck that I would have got robbed on the way out just to get my phone to come back in to buy ghetto beer. You see what yeah. I mean? You can't take yeah, that yeah, chance. So I don't have proof that this happened. So you're just going to have to take my word for it. But when have I been known to be a, a fibber? You've, so, you've actually been known to be abrasively honest. Yes, so, absolutely. To the point where people get upset. So you know, you know, this is no tomfoolery here. This uh, is the we don't shit. do tomfoolery here. No, no, we don't. So, anyways, there's an orange can that is. You know how when you grab the handle, you can see like you can see one full can, and then you can see a partial can on each side. So oh, yeah. the middle, the the full can that you can see as you grab the handle was a fucking orange Keystone Light can. I shit you not. You don't even have to like. You don't even have to wonder if you got one, right? You don't have, it's right there in front of your face. You know that if you buy that particular case, you're getting at least one orange can. I've never seen that in all my years. I was dumbfounded. I would have went back and got it. I thought about it, but you know what I thought? I thought, you know what? I'm, that's cheating because I, it's I not already cheating. know that it's there. It's not to cheating. Me, it's just cheating. I don't want to feel like a cheater. I, I wouldn't feel like I earned it because I already knew it was there. But you found it. Was, it. I did. I found it, but it, it was, there was no hunt. There was no hunt behind it there you had to go to the gas station didn't you i did but i don't think you're going to be able to sell me on the hunt it just it, it didn't feel right i just I, felt i don't know as far as i'm concerned you're charlie and you've passed up the chocolate factory oh man i think it would have bothered me and i had to pass it up and if i didn't have a fear of being robbed i would have went out and got my phone and came back in again but like I said, we can't take our chances, especially during a pandemic when a lot of this weird shit's happening. Oh, yeah, so, riots and Biden. Yeah. Yeah. And and especially now, like they frown when you go in there and kind of put your face up against all the cans and cases. They don't want you doing that either. I don't so, know how many times I've been kicked out of gas stations for licking the the, the refrigerator windows. Licking the uh, moisture off the side yeah. of the tall boys. This stuff is delicious. Oh, it is, too, because it's always a you never know what kind of flavor you're going to get it. Sometimes kinda, you can get a little hit of of yeast oh or, yeah or alcohol Fuck, you know you know if um you know what you know what uh well i say hypothetically but i know exactly what i'm talking about but every now and again it tastes like stripper juice oh that yeah. is an acquired you know taste i never see the strippers drinking keystone lights unless they come over to my house after they get off work i've never seen so. strippers drink anything but heroin <laughs> <laughs> no methamphetamine come on no <laughs> meth come on. yeah yeah they'll they'll do a little hit of meth yeah so anyways <laughs> i seen one of the elusive orange cans but i didn't feel right i didn't feel like it was uh i didn't feel like it was it was it was proper 
So I passed up on that case. You passed up I your golden it. ticket. I did. And you know what? I'm probably, that was probably the only fucking one I'm going to see all orange can hunting season long. So, oh, well, shout out to Keystone Light for doing that because in all my years of orange can hunts, I've never seen the fucking orange can directly on the top of the case. By At the least put before. it in the fucking middle. No shit. What the fuck were you even thinking? And I can't believe somebody else did, hadn't even bought it before me. So they That's literally, like whenever, it was the last remember when you one. were a kid and your and your your parents would hide the Easter eggs, and because you were little, they thought you were also retarded. So they oh, just yeah. like put an Easter egg on the sidewalk. Like that's not hiding it. That's no. like I'm just. That's just an Easter egg on the sidewalk. But they knew that I was a little slow anyway, so they're trying to help me out. You know, yeah. I think it was a sign. I think it really was a sign to me personally, saying, "Hey, we know you've spent eleven thousand three hundred ninety-seven dollars over the last twenty years on Keystone Lights." Uh, searching for orange cans in the past so we're gonna throw you a bone but you're too big of a dickhead to take it so yeah and then you left it and i left it for some somebody else and i guarantee the next fucker that walked in the door was like oh shit i'm taking that one so and then next week we're gonna listen to you bitch about not finding any orange cans well i've been through numerous cases this week already and i haven't found one so at least i'm gonna buy a case this weekend you should go buy a case this weekend there's there's four to complete the hunt, so I haven't even found the first one because you can bet. Wait to complete the hunt. What happens when you complete the hunt? Well, there's four different four different designs of the orange can. Oh, so, but nothing happens. Like you don't make like a beer power glove or anything. Well, like there's that. like a, an interactive thing. You got to scan the code on the side of the can, you know, with your smartphone. Yeah. So yeah, and then and then do something on the interwebs, and it has like a little thing, something special, like a I don't know. Just just go just go read about it okay so you'll see what i mean there's instructions and shit it might be too much thinking i don't know but i just want the fucking orange can so i don't give a shit about the other stuff i just want the cans for display purposes right okay i still have my other can from many years ago so i will i will post a picture of that because it is like a trophy to me it's the only one that i've ever gotten and i've i've uh it'll probably be the only one that i ever get with my luck so anyways enough about fucking keystone light because i'm just gonna get angry that i didn't just get that i didn't just say fuck it and go go the easy way out for you people that don't like to do any goddamn work so i don't know me yeah yeah i don't i I don't know what on flat earth keystone light was thinking when they put that can there it just boggled me i started slamming mickey's this week so i'm off the ipas but uh i'm glad you said that I am glad that you said Mickey's, and I'm going to tell you why right now. I love Mickey's, man. I love Mickey's so fucking much. It's my favorite. I did, too. I did, too, back in the late 90s and early 2000s. But it's funny that you mentioned that because earlier this week, speaking of Mickey's, prime time to bring this up, we got a new Instagram follower, follower, and that was Mr. DJ Lethal. I thought you were going to say Mickey Rourke. No. No, sir. Mr. DJ Lethal is following Camp Blood Radio on Instagram. And for those of you, well, I was just going to say, for those of you clowns out there that don't know who DJ Lethal is, shame Uh on you. Limp Biscuit and House of Pain. Oh, fucking House of Pain? What? Yes, sir. I mean, I like Limp Biscuit, but House of Pain. Yeah. That's fucking legendary. So shout out to DJ Lethal. We appreciate the follow represent you know we love our limp biscuit and i was a huge house of pain fan back in the 90s for show pack it, so. up, pack it in let me begin oh yeah that's some good shit their first oh, album was the shit lots that's of bangers on that straight one. up oh my god so all right so anyways uh i had to had to take time out of my day from watching cobra kai to get this shit done 
I've been jamming the fuck out of Cobra Kai. Uh, it's such a great, such a great show. Um, I just had to actually press pause so I could talk to you. So you ought to feel blessed. I wish I had it up. I wish I was watching just anything. I've seen everything. And because of COVID, they're not fucking releasing anything new. So you just got to watch the same shit over and over. I've all but given up on TV. I've just started watching documentaries. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm on right now. Is just do- I'm watching documentaries about dirt and fucking peregrine falcons and there penguins and, and vaginas and whatever. It, just a documentary. I just click. I'm learning a lot, though. So COVID has there is some benefits to COVID. That's because we value our education here at Camp Blood Radio, as always. That's, that's right. That's right. So, yeah, I've been jamming out Cobra Kai. I watched it all when it was first released, but this last uh, about week and a half, I've been going back through and watching all of them. And I actually got to meet uh, Billy Zapka and Martin Cove, Sensei, and, of course, Johnny Lawrence. I got to meet them guys a couple years ago. Uh, I got to meet a bunch of them, too, but I've never seen the Karate Kid. Oh so my god! It didn't like mean much to me because you I've didn't fucking know who DJ Lethal was, and you haven't seen the Karate Kid. You don't watch that '70s show. I don't even know why the fuck I even bother with you. You know what I have seen? The Three Ninjas. I don't know if you remember that movie. God damn, what a good movie that was! Yeah, about the, about the three brothers and they have masks. That's they not a good save. Have you seen that movie? Mm, no, I don't think so. Fuck. And frankly, that is completely irrelevant and is not going to save you. So, no, well, I mean, I just thought karate, you know, ninjas, karate. Well, I'll tell you right now, if this was a 1999, I'd break up with you. I've seen Mortal Kombat. Yeah, you're lucky that we're not back in 1999, or I would, you would have been broken up with over that. Over Karate Kid? Over not knowing who DJ Lethal was, not watching that 70s show, and not having seen the Karate Kid. That's oh my three God, fucking so strikes. Fucking petty. So petty. Well, that's how it was in the late 90s. We were that's, really petty. That's fair. That's you fair. don't remember? You rock. Right. I know I'm right. God damn it. So <laughs> we're going to move forward amicably from your downfalls. Okay. All I've right. So, so <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's no doubt in my mind. So we're going to, we're going to address a little something before we, we move on. Uh, we do have a little bit of a list here to discover. Dis- what, why did I just say discover discuss uh, to discuss? So before that, um, we had someone comment last week and they mentioned that basically why was there 90 minutes of other talk per se and yeah. only only five minutes of Friday the 13th talk? Well, you know, sometimes there's just not much to say. No. Everything's at a stalemate right now. That is true. Well, not. Yes, that's true. But then again, there's a lot of shit. It's just already been discussed. There's really no, I mean, you can put, you can put uh, garlic salt and Parmesan on a dog turd and polish it up, but it's still a dog turd, right? Yeah. You can only talk. You can only say, who would win in a fight with Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers? You can only, you can only have that conversation so many times. And Kane Hodder is the best Jason because he was Jason four times. We can only say that. Kane Hodder is the best Jason. There you go. Uh, So anyways, the reason why often nowadays or recently, or whatever you want to say, since the update of the show, how about that? Since we've decided to do a facelift of the show, there has been a lot of that, where there's minimal Friday the 13th talk, and we've said that. We're going to be talking about other things, and in the show description on Facebook and other places, it actually says that, that we touch on other things. So for anybody who is confused, maybe you should read the description a little bit, 
Um, if we want to talk about coffee and gardening, we will. So, and I like we talking about it, absolutely. I don't like gardening, but I love coffee. And if we want to talk about Keystone Light or we want to talk about Nikki Benz or Nikki Six or Tommy Lee's Ding Dong, we'll just talk about whatever we want. And then maybe we'll throw in a little bit of Friday the 13th in there. But sometimes it takes a while to discuss other things, right? You got to cover the ding dongs first. We, we got to have wiener talk. We have to give shout outs, especially to our loyal seven listeners. We've got to shout them out. We got we to gotta shout out well, other people. Well, six now, but you just caught Pro- one out. Well, yeah, probably six. So we've got, uh, you know, just other things to bring up and discuss as the show goes on. And a lot of times we do talk about Friday the 13th related things during that time, whether it just be a shout out of of someone in the community or whatnot, or briefly touching on on something else. Um, so, yeah, and then we do we do discuss a little bit about Friday the 13th, whatever the topic would be. But and I'm not going to mention this person's name by any means, because this is not meant to call them out. This person is not the first time that we've heard this. No, but we and keep he's a lovely gentleman. Absolutely. And we appreciate all of our listeners, but this is not the first time that someone has said, hey, there wasn't much Friday talk. Yeah, well, the show kind of was in numerous directions. We talk about other things, too. So We should just start talking about the Friday series with Ice Cube and Mike Epps <laughs> and Chris Tucker until something new comes out about Friday the 13th. <laughs> I, would have, I would get much more enjoyment talking about Felicia and Debo than anything else Friday the 13th related at this point. So, I can save myself right now. I can save myself with my past uh, transgressions about the karate kid. I've seen every Friday movie about 50 times. Hey, there you go. Great, great series. One of my favorites. I love it. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. We're going to talk about other things. And if that's not your, your, uh, your cup of Joe, uh, then I don't know, maybe fast forward to the end. I, I don't really know what else to tell you. Some people don't want to hear our ding dong talk and they don't want to hear about the Nickies and they don't want to hear about all the other shit, which I think can be very informative at times. And maybe you didn't have a good time in the late nineties or early two thousands. Like we did. Maybe, maybe uh, that was not your, your era per se. So I don't know what to tell you. Like I said, we do appreciate all of our listeners. We appreciate everyone that interacts with us, but I don't know. It is what it is as far as the show goes. We've gotten a great response since the update of the show, and everybody seems to like the new format and talking about some other things. And then, of course, still keeping it horror genre related, too. Because like we said, we may we may have episodes here and there where we really don't talk about Friday at all. Or we'll be lucky if we get five minutes of genuine Friday talk. So I don't really know what else we can say about that, but um, there are other shows out there. I don't know. I can't really give you any recommendations because I don't even listen to this fucking show. So whatever we babble about, it just gets posted and that's it. So I can't even recommend you something else if this isn't quite doing it for you, which we know inadequate. So if we don't do it for you, then we apologize. But we're used to apologizing for inadequacy. So it won't be the first or last time we have to do for that. Yeah. And I regularly have somebody like message me or or like post under like something that I posted a, a quote from me from one of our episodes with like LOL or something. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And they're like, yeah. you said that. And I'll be like, yeah, but I, I just said it. And then I forgot it. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I said. I, I don't listen to this. Like <laughs> the show I, is live. Half the time I'm shit faced when we're recording. I, like, I don't even know what I'm saying half the time. Exactly. Or whatever. Uh, we don't have a script. We don't have a script. You're right. It's completely unscripted. 
unedited. It is essentially as live as live could be without actually you tuning in to hypothetically 92.3 and listening to it as you're driving down the road or XM or whatever. I mean, we're as, as close to live as you could possibly get. Now, people might not believe that or know that, but I literally, we don't, this is just us talking and I clip and send it to the interwebs. So it is, uh, it is what it is. So we just wanted to kind of, kind of uh, touch base on that situation for those that, that have made comments. Like I said, we do, we appreciate you, but you'll just have to remember that sometimes we like to talk about dicks and we like to talk about coffee and, and gardening and Home Depot and, and flannel shirts and purple rain. Um, purple rain and coffee creamer and Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee, uh, Nikki Benz, Limp Biscuit, Limp Biscuit, and the Karate Kid. And the Karate Kid, yes. And the list just goes on and on and on because the late 90s and early 2000s were just a banging-ass time in more ways than one, if you catch my drift. Oh, fuck yeah. And I'll bring up Mortal Kombat as often as I can until it just gets nauseating. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm nauseated <laughs> and nauseated already, so we're going to move on. So anyways, uh, shout-outs here. We're going to go down the list. Uh, Shout-out, of course, <laughs> as always, to the jack-off of all trades, Mr. Mr. South Jersey, Jason, Brian, Emin Bader, I mean, Emin Heiser. So I got a little funny story about Brian. So, and, and you don't know this, so it literally is, is a story. Okay. So anyways, Brian, as, as I've poked fun of already with his goddamn part eight glowing fucking penis costume, you know what I'm talking about? You've seen yeah. that. You've yeah. Talked about that. Yeah. That goddamn costume. So anyways, <clears throat> Brian's neighbor sent me a photo, and this photo is fucking hilarious. And it's Brian. Wait, his neighbor did his neighbor. Shout out to Diane. Apparently, uh, Diane. Uh, I don't know if she's a Jason fan or not, but anyways, thank you, Diane. Appreciate appreciate her reaching out. So you never know who's listening, Brian. You got to be you got to be careful. You just never know. So Brian, this is a still shot of Brian standing in his backyard in full costume in broad daylight, just standing there like a fucking statue. And it's charging his costume. (laughs) (laughs) Charging the glowing penis costume. I think Diane was actually, that was a call for help. Yeah, it was uh, meant to be an intervention, I think. Will y'all do something about this? Yeah. Here's your jack off of all trades standing in his backyard charging up the glowing dick costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. I've got a I've got a still shot of it and I even have a little video clip of it. So stay tuned for that, Brian, because little do you know who's watching while you're out there uh doing whatever it is that you do in your costumes in your backyard. And you got a fence up back there because I can see it in the picture, but you just never know. So we also have you, pictures taken from from your windows from outside into the house. Um, we see you never know those costumes. Oh yeah, you and uh, Mrs. South Jersey, Jason. Yeah. Well, please don't kill me, Mister Jason. <laughs> can you imagine the things that goes on in the Emin Bader household? I can own uh, to be a fly on the wall there. Oh my good lord! <laughs> yeah, I, bet I can only been, imagine. I bet there's been many a counselor slayed. Oh, you wouldn't want to take a black light into that house. I can tell no. you that right now. No, that would be nuclear. Oh yeah, there's all kinds of uh, all kinds of of filthy things going on in there in the in the Bader's household. 
So yeah, shout out to Brian's neighbor. I will post that picture later when I post the show episode to Facebook. I will put it in the comments. Brian um, charging the glowing dick. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, so yeah, we love you, Brian. You know we do. We just had to poke a little bit of fun. You can thank your neighbor for that one. Uh, let's see. Oh, shout out to Creepy Joe Gal. As always, Joe is just, I'm telling you. So today, it is October 1st today, Rocktober. So our favorite month of the year, uh, obviously, is October. Well, next to July, um, it's it's a lot harder to go into the beer cave in October and actually have the same experience as you do in July. Yeah, because you're already so, cold. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I'd still say October is our favorite month. So anyways, uh, the Gallo Goes to Hell crew, they posted a nice picture today on their Facebook page, ringing in our favorite month of a, of a young lady um, with her uh, upper extremities exposed. And of course, uh, Jason's in the photo, uh, the dead white costume that Creepy Joe wears. And okay. it's a very well, it's a very good picture. You should go, you should go to their Facebook page and check it out. It's on Instagram I'll look at also. It right now. Yeah, it's a good, it's a, uh, it's a great picture. It's, it's our type of, what's the word? It's, it's our type of, uh, of picture. How about that? Let's see here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, very nice. Very nice young lady that they decided young, to use in that picture. That young lady is gifted. Yes. Yes. She is. She's gifted. We'll, we'll go ahead and call it that. Uh, also the Gallo crew has been, been, uh, cranking out the part six pictures, all kinds of six pictures, lots of cool shit there. RV scene picture, graveyard picture, uh, Marino Lupo. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but we probably don't pronounce most of your names right in the first place. So either way, uh, at least we acknowledge you. How about that? So yeah, yeah. With a uh, Kyle Huckyluck, silicone hood. Uh, good looking part six costume. Uh, it looks like him and Brian have became, and of course, Joe, that they've became butt buddies and, uh, it, and horror daddy 85 is part of the butt buddy crew. I know they were in, uh, somewhere in New Jersey or some shit. Not too long ago. They were all palling it up in their costumes. Oh yeah. Uh, I remember seeing that. Yeah. I forget what they were doing, but they're all uh buddy buddy over there. Horror so, daddy. Shot- That's another listener, isn't it? Yep, Horror Daddy eighty five on Instagram. He's not on the Book of Faces, so we just shout him out on. Uh, oh yeah, okay, I remember now. We got to shout that's him been out a few on episodes IG. Episodes back. Yeah, yep. He's another one that's purchased a show hoodie. So shout out to Horror Daddy eighty five because it is going to be hoodie season. So we're going to be expecting some more pictures of you wearing that hoodie. Damn it! So get on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so shout out to the 13 Gallows Lane crew, as always. And once again, JoJo, I am going to get you a shirt, I promise. So uh, you need to message James Rodney, and when he's done uh, smoking his douche flute and sipping his hipster IPAs and combing his little beard out. Ah, and, uh, all my favorite stuff <laughs> you just said there. And, and pressing his flannel shirts, maybe he can speed up the process to get you a shirt. No, we're just teasing. We love we love old James Rodney over slasher dot graphics. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have our beautiful show shirts, of course. And uh, a couple others to shout out uh, with some Friday related stuff that 
let's see here. I've got a list of a few here. Uh, Psychotic FX on Instagram. And psychotic is actually spelled S-Y-K-O-T-I-C. FX. That's that's a- one word since I since I can re- I'm a pretty good speller. I yeah. always have trouble spelling the word psycho or psychotic. It fucks me up every single time. Well, Psychotic FX has a new remake silicone hood and it looks fantastic. Next to Kyle Huckelux again. I mean Kyle's work. I mean you can't go wrong with anything that guy does. I I wish I had uh I wish I had a quarter of the talent in his pinky. I mean, that guy is just fucking phenomenal. But Psychotic FX really did a, like I said, a fantastic job with this remake. Full-faced silicone hood. I don't know what the price range is. I haven't seen anybody comment on that. But one of our uh, six listeners, Stephen Evans, over across the pond in the UK, is picking one up. And he's also doing the sack mask for it and everything. Just go to Instagram, Psychotic FX, check him out. I mean, just like I said, a great job. If I were going to get a full-faced remake hood, I can tell you right now, I would have a hard time picking between him and Kyle's. How do you it spell looks, it? How do you spell psychotic the way he it's, spelled? It's S-Y-K-O-T-I-C-F-X. Fantastic job. I'm surprised you haven't seen it yet, but I know that, like I said, you're busy combing your beard and pressing oh, your flannel shit. shirts. Damn. Yeah. That's beautiful. Wow. Yes, it is. Also, another company uh, in the indie art world or indie props world, whatever you want to call it, Friday community, Horror FX Designs. They've been doing all kinds of Friday shit lately. A lot of Part 6 stuff, the darts, uh, the costume pieces. They're they're painting hockey masks. Uh, I mean, just <clears throat> all kinds of stuff. If it's Friday related, they're probably doing it in the costume world right now. They're not doing hoods and stuff like that, but actual um, shirts, pants, I mean, full costumes. Oh, wow. Weapons? Yep. All the most, the majority of the props, uh, axes, machetes, like I said, the part six darts. I mean, they're just rocking all of it. They're on Instagram at HorrorFX Designs. They got a Facebook page. And holy shit, does their stuff look awesome yeah i have not yeah i now the hockey masks uh, of course we have a shit ton of awesome hockey mask painters out there um so they're not gonna they're not gonna give oz or crash a run for their money on that but with the costume stuff otherwise i would highly recommend i have not seen anything that they've cranked out yet that i would not own myself we'll put it that way these axes these part eight axes look fucking phenomenal yeah they do yeah all the axes look great part three and fours uh the, i don't i don't even know who's behind it i have not taken the time to message and say hey uh and figure out who is actually the owner or the artist behind that but maybe we can get them on the show in the near future and um have a little chit chat with them so i will make a mental note of that I'm trying yeah to great work out who it is right now yeah well you make a mental San Antonio, Texas. Oh, Texas. Well, everything's everything's bigger in Texas, right? Or better in Texas. I don't know which one. I don't hang out in Texas, so <clears throat> I'm afraid damn, of man. I'm this, afraid this of Texas. Weapons. This dude's weapons are just amazing, man. Yes, they are. And good prices. Eighty bucks for uh 
for a part three barn scene prop axe with blood and everything on and it looks like it looks real it, as real as one can possibly look not a bad price at all so okay yeah you need to you need to stay up on this shit man you're you're slacking yeah i just got so much going on with with things with beer and <laughs> aquafina aquafina and i'm yeah. getting up in the mornings and running so oh there you go well good for you good for you trying to trying to watch my my cholesterol and i'm taking vitamins sucks getting old trying to like drink a lot of water just yeah i'm just getting old i'm getting yeah. my fucking i tried to do a uh, i built a trampoline for my kids the other day we got a trampoline it's got the safety net and all that shit which is fucking bullshit because when i was a kid our trampoline didn't have a safety net or even the blue padding you just either you just fell on the strings and lost spell fell on the str- on the springs and lost the testicle, or you landed on your neck and fucking ended up a paraplegic in a wheelchair oh, yeah. the rest of your life, and then everybody made fun of you and called you a bitch. That's now funny that you say that. Yeah, that's funny you say that because I had a trampoline back in the late nineties, early two thousands, also, and mine we didn't have that fucking bullshit net on there either. If you if you got if you got fucking uh, slammed, you were taking a you were taking a ride. You just need to that's, deal with it. That's how the to, that's how the kids were then. You just need to walk it off if you can even walk. But anyways, roll, talking roll about off, getting I old, know. you know, after I got it built, uh, my my five year old is standing there, and I was like, "You want daddy to show you something?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I started jumping, and she was like, "I didn't know you could jump." And I was like, "Fucking, can I jump? Check this out." So I used to be able to knock out a front flip onto my feet, like not a problem, like not even a big deal, right? Yeah. I, I get three good bounces. And and go and, and go to flip and just land on the back of my neck on this thing and fuck my back up. And I'm like, <clears throat> and I made that noise. And then I like had to crawl off the trampoline. And then my daughter laughed at me. And I've never been so emasculated in my entire life in front I'm of I'm sure. Family. I'm sure it was a spectacle. Well, at least and you're I, still alive and you didn't lose another testicle. So take a baby aspirin. Yeah. You're going to have to start taking those regularly very soon. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. Because my blood pressure's high. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> all right so moving on down the line or we're going to run out of time and you're not going to get your wiener talk so we need to move this train along here okay uh also another shout out to uh the homie ruben morales over at villains in love i was talking to ruben earlier this week and ruben does 3d printing of pendants and he has uh, a bunch of the jason mask versions he has uh, a Jason Lives tombstone. He has a Freddy versus Jason hockey mask and Freddy glove combo. Got some stuff for Halloween, a part six knife, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just go check them out, Villains in Love. So anyways, I said, hey, what about doing a part one Camp Crystal Lake sign as a necklace pendant? And he said, yep, uh, we could probably do that. So I guess he's going to check into it and kind of see, you know, see how it turns out. He said he'd have to do it a little bit bigger than normal just to get all the details from the, the part one sign. So yeah. It would look right, which I, I totally understand. So anyways, uh, I said, well, if you can do that, I definitely want one and we'll help promote. So be on the lookout for the part one Camp Crystal Lake sign necklace from Villains in Love. Uh, Ruben was a guest on the show many moons back, and I know I've mentioned we'll have him, we'll have him on the show again soon. Um, but all of his stuff just turns out phenomenal. Um, I own his part six hockey mask list and I wear the shit out of it. Um, awesome work They're Like I said, they're the, just the perfect size, um, great prices. And he's really expanded his lineup. And like I said, stuff from Halloween, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So if, even if you have an idea, you want a custom order, all you got to do is give him a holler 
and let him know. And like I said, he can probably make it happen. So go check out Villains in Love and be on the lookout for Ruben on a future episode. Also, shout out to Dixon Flannel again. How can we not give a shout out to Dixon Flannel? Those guys are the fucking best, dude. They are. And I'm going to tell you why. Here's another reason why they are the best. Now it's October 1st. As of today, we're getting into primetime flannel shirt weather. And guess what Dixon Flannel cranked out? They cranked out a it's breast cancer. It's something American. I can tell no. you that. Well, hang on now. Just just, just calm down. Calm your calm your tits there for a Sorry, second. I'm, I'm just hard. They came out with a breast cancer edition flannel. Oh. Yeah. And I, you know what October is, right? It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And you know we love, we love our... Uh, we love our knockers here on Camp Blood Radio, don't we? Uh, and so, we're all about saving them. Yeah, we're all about saving saving the boobs. So we can appreciate Dixon Flannel and their breast cancer edition flannel shirts. Go check them out. That's very progressive of us. Yes, it is. I mean, like I said, we love we love. <laughs> I mean, what? Come on. I mean, it would be un-American for us to not support that. Come on. And you know, we love it. We love our country here. Oh. So, we're all behind something like that. The first thing so, I do when I get up in the morning and put my feet on the floor is I say the Star Spangled Banner to myself. You do too? Yep. Yep. I do that. And then when I when I walk out of my bedroom, uh, unless I get slapped by my wife, if she doesn't beat the shit out of me before I get out, you know what I mean, for being obnoxious and waking yep. up, you know. But then as soon as I get out to the, into the dining room, I, I, uh, I have an American flag uh, and I say the Pledge of Allegiance. I do that after, uh, first I've got to pass the massive framed photo of General Mad Dog Mattis in my hallway, and I always go, good morning, General, and then I go around him. Yep, I I, I walk right out, I turn the coffee pot on, and I turn turn around to the flag, and the picture of George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, 8x10s that are hanging right next to it. And And a single tear runs down your cheek. Yeah, and of course course Ronald Reagan, and I say the Pledge of Allegiance before I drink my coffee. Every day. God damn, Every day. I love this country. Yep. Yep. And then I go outside and I feed my bald eagles. Oh, you got bald eagles too? Yep. I think I got mine from you actually. Yeah, I think I did give you a couple of them. Mine they're out they they're out there. They reproduce like rabbits. So I just I try to spread, you know, America around America and give my friends bald eagles. So. Yeah, that whole endangered species endangered species talk is bullshit cuz they they really do be fucking Oh, absolutely. They, oh, they be for show. So yeah, <clears throat> Dixon flannel breast cancer awareness. I mean, we definitely, we got to support that. So I seen that and I'm like, holy shit, we got to give a shout out to Dixon on that one. So also while I'm, I'm scrolling through the interwebs <clears throat> and for whatever reason, I'm like, oh, I need to, I need to put on some music. So th- of course this was way after I said the pledge of allegiance and all that stuff. Yeah, well, that's all I listen to, but but I guess you can listen to other things if if that's what you're into. Yeah, that's that that's true. So I'm uh, I'm scrolling through the interwebs and I I end up putting on uh, some Trick Daddy, some Shut Up. Okay. So that was that was my afternoon jams today was Trick Daddy Shut Up, and I'm gonna give you a little quick story about that. So this is going back to 2001, roughly the the summer of 2001, if my memory serves me correctly. I was uh, bonging a lot of Keystone Lights back then. And drinking a lot of Mad Dog 2020. Shout out to Mad Dog 2020. Blue Raspberry and Banana Red. And, of course, Orange. Those are my top three favorites, I think, if I remember right. Okay. 
So <clears throat> anyways, in that, in that song, he references uh, polo. You remember Ralph Lauren polo? Do I, back I, in the I, day? Still, I still wear a polo. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. When he makes reference in the song to polo. Well, because yeah. of that song, and I have no problem admitting this, because of that song specifically, I went out and bought like 15 polo shirts the next day. I just went out. I went out and bought all, like every one of them. Some of them, I had the exact same shirt in like six different colors. I just bought all of them. Bought the uh, the the polo jean shorts. I got the polo socks, the polo boxers. I mean, rocking polo everything with a fresh pair of J's and your slim, shady, blonde, frosted tips. You were you were Pimp Daddy Payne in 2001. That's Ralph just how Lauren made the best cargo shorts. Oh, man. I always had the best cargo shorts. Yeah, and and when, when women see that, they immediately wanted to give you a hand job in those yeah, cargo shorts. Yeah, the spot wants super bad, tries yeah. to say. Don't listen to super bad. Listen to us. We were there. You will super- get a hand job in cargo shorts. Yeah. You, you don't, will. yeah. Don't listen to what movies say because they weren't there. We were Even there. Even if you have to give it to yourself. Exactly. We didn't say who was going to give it to you. you hey, I saw a video the other day of you in a swimming in Ari Lehman's swimming pool throwing a young helpless lady around like she was a feather. Um and yeah. and I thought and whenever they said action I thought god damn it Nathan like you're going to give that woman whiplash cuz it was a very violent. Like <laughs> you don't have to go fucking full speed. It was it was disturbing how hard you slung that poor helpless woman yeah. into the water. Did she die? Because they never gave us uh, an update on her health. Oh, she did not perish. She did not. Um, well, she's a true. I'll tell you, she is. I'll tell you what. She did. She told me. She said, "Just go ahead and slam me." Uh, you know, obviously, it's to look real. Just go ahead and slam me. So I'm like, okay. So, anyways, what that was? That was a behind the scenes video from uh, one of the days of the music video shoot for Ari Lehman's band, First Jason for the song to be a monster i was back in 2000 summer of 2017 we shot that fun fact that pool that you see in that video so for any of you that are facebook friends with me just go to my personal facebook page and scroll down a little bit and it was something that was shared uh last week or this week or i don't really remember when fairly recently so anyways um that was not ari lehman's pool this was at somebody else's house and it was actually a um, fun fact about that location right down the street, literally just a matter of several houses down the road from where we were was the John Wayne Gacy house. Oh, yes. A lot of history so, there. <laughs> yep, literally, I mean, just the same street. We were just right down the street, um, which it's not actually in the city limits of Chicago. It's in one of the neighboring suburbs, but tomato, tomato, you feel like you're in Chicago, right? So they didn't tear the house down? Yeah, they did. They've since. So it's the lot. Okay. Okay. It's the lot. Yes. I say the house, but it's the property. How about that? So the house has been torn down and a new house has been built, but obviously it's the same, the same uh, city plot. So So let me ask you this. How long after you guys filmed that scene did that young lady have to eat through a straw? I'm not real sure. So. Obviously, um, she was a, a very small young lady, and I am not a small person by any means. So she did. She kind of got whipped around like a rag doll, but hey, she told me to do it. So that's what I did. 
So I'll tell you what, I, I'm I'm in the pool, as you can see, in full Jason costume. And once all that clothing gets completely soaking wet, it becomes a lot fucking heavier than you think that it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like three layers. Oh, yeah. I mean, not to mention with gloves. And I had I, I had the boots on. I literally had everything on. <clears throat> and you're in a hood so, and a hockey mask, so you probably feel like you're drowning because you're so in like claustrophobic feeling yeah wet yeah i have um uh i'm not claustrophobic by any means but it definitely uh is difficult it's a lot more difficult than you think that it would be um but yeah you think oh a swimming pool yeah this will be easy and we only need to do this or that and it's a lot more difficult than you think that it is when you start getting waterlogged we'll put it that way uh but yes she was a trooper she was and the music video had like a grindhouse look to it so you don't see that in the music video you just kind of see her floating around uh when she is slammed in the music video like it has the grindhouse effect to it so you don't see it but that behind the scenes shot um that video clip yeah it's it was real but you're you're you are 100 correct she got she got fucking slammed there's no doubt about that brutal <laughs> it was brutal <laughs> Oh man, I I didn't really think about it like that, but I guess when you're there participating in it, and then you know, yeah, I I've, I've watched that clip a couple of times, but I really didn't think much about it. But no, I I can see where you would think that absolutely. I have a disturbing lack of empathy, and I watched that and I thought that's somebody needs to call the police. That's <laughs> there's there's no reason to to treat a woman like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good Lord. I mean, unless it was like on a college campus in the early 2000s and you were called Mad Dog and they wanted you to, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I've come across in... that before. <laughs> yeah, but you still got to watch it. Just because they say choke me doesn't mean you should choke them. We're not condoning that. You yeah. gotta. You never know what could happen. I mean, crazy shit happens, but you got to watch out because they. some of them like that. You got to be careful because next thing you know, well, they, they got injured really bad. You yeah. don't want that. <laughs> just because they say it doesn't mean you should do it i'm telling you right now heed, heed my warning so yes uh that was a good time back in the summer of 2017 if you haven't seen the video <clears throat> go look up on youtube first jason uh to be a monster and check it out it's um it was a tribute to the video game the friday the, thir- the 13th video game we shot the rest of the video in chicago uh, down near in a building down near Wrigley Field, <clears throat> um, but yeah, some some shout outs to the video game in there that you'll see uh, for the for the gamers. You'll know what I'm talking about anyway. And then the rest of it's a little little grindhouse style, if you will. So yeah. So anyways, uh, also hey, I need to give a shout out to uh, our homie Jim Ingram over J3 Costumes because uh, well because he's our friend and we support each other. However, he has got that new uh, Brandon Scott Murphy sculpt. Exactly. You knew right where I was going with that. So Brandon Scott Murphy, another friend of the show, he sculpted a part seven hood for Jim and Jim will be providing literally the whole part seven costumes now. It's everything from the. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brandon's work is phenomenal, as always. And Jim actually has cranked out a painted hood. I did see that a couple days ago. Go to his page, J3 Jason Costumes, check it out. And uh, like I said, Brandon's work, you can never go wrong with Brandon Scott Murphy. 
sculpt or die on Facebook. Um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So, yeah, we, we need to give a shout-out to old Jimbo there, J3, Jason Costumes. Uh, also, Never Hiking the Snow is coming up in a couple weeks, October 13th on YouTube. I'm sure most of our listeners are familiar with that and are anticipating that just like we are. So just a reminder that uh, just a couple weeks it will be here. So, all right, I think that is the end of the shout-outs for right now. We have talked enough about that. So we promised Wiener Talk, right? Oh yeah, always. We promised, and we're gonna get to that, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about something Friday related, and then we're gonna wrap it up. So, all right, big time Wiener Talk, and I know that we've said this for a couple of weeks, but this is this is fucking serious. This is serious a Wiener Talk as it gets. So, anyways, I'm on the YouTube's because I'm always on YouTube watching shit, right? Oh yeah, and for and for whatever reason. Uh, where where it comes up, if you're logged in on your own account, it'll come up with recommended <clears throat> with clips or whatever. And I don't know the rhyme or reason to it. Uh, but anyways, a segment comes up from Tom Segura show. Uh, S-E-G-U-R-A, Tom Segura show. I love Tom Segura and Theo yeah. Vaughn. Oh, yeah. So anyways, who's his guest? Tommy Lee and his wife, Brittany. Tommy and, fucking Lee. Yeah, and how do, I'm not sure how to pronounce Brittany's last name. It's F-U-R-L-A-N. I think it's like Furlan or something. I'm not sure how she really pronounces it, but I don't think it's like it's spelled. So anyways, um, she is a nice-looking young lady. Of course, it's fucking Tommy Lee. He was married to Pamela Anderson. I mean, come on. You know, yeah. you know, you know he gets the hottest women. I mean, let's get fucking real. Yeah. It's, it's fucking – when you're the drummer of Motley Crue, you can bang who you want to bang. That's how – that's how life works for you. So, you can just walk down the street and point. And just exactly. You can you can if if I was Tommy Lee, you know what I, I would do? Well, we know what we would do. I know but what you, I would do. <laughs> I would use that fucking thing like a baseball bat. I would just Myself. be I'd be I, if I was in a soft <laughs> Remember doink on the wrestler? Yeah. Just just doinking just yeah. Oh my god. Uh yeah, if you it, can you imagine like if you were in a, a softball league, you don't even need to bat. You just get your dong out and just fucking crank a homer with that thing. I think he has to register that thing when he moves to another state. <laughs> it has a serial number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh so anyways, <laughs> the like the headline for it, I'm looking and it's and it says something about uh Tommy Lee uh I, I don't even remember what it was, but it was something dong related. And I'm like, oh, shit. And, of course, you know, I'm a Motley Crue fan. And, like I said, Tom has a good show. So I'm like, I'm just going to I'm gonna click on this and watch it. So, anyways, this this little segment that I watched, I say little, but <laughs> we both know it was big, right? So <laughs> this big, yeah, this big segment I've that I watched. I've seen the Pamela Lee video, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So in this big segment that I watched, it was Tommy. They They asked him when he knew that he had a big dong. What point in your life did you know that you had a big wiener, right? I so, never. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not asking you. When, still, not, did, still waiting for that revelation. <laughs> I, I can, I'll never be able to answer that question. <laughs> so, so what did Tommy say? So anyways, Tommy's response, and he's just all nonchalant sitting there, like, you know, with his, with his, his attractive young lady wife and just no big deal, which it's 
of course, uh, how else would you expect him to answer? <clears throat> well, he's, he's probably just like, gotten oh. so used to like, I mean, remember celebrity death match. He won his celebrity death match by killing somebody with his dick with his ding dong. Yeah, I do. I recall. So he's been dealing with questions like this for, for 30 years. Oh yeah. Longer than that, apparently. So yeah. anyways, Tommy, Tommy's response was he knew he had a big wiener when he was in junior high. So, and you think Tommy was in junior high? Let's see. Tommy was probably in junior high in what, like the the late seventies. Yeah, they were uh, they were huge in the late eighties, probably like eighty seven. So, assuming that he was twenty four, twenty five, it was probably like the late seventies, early eighties. Well, the band was way famous way prior to eighty seven. I mean, Shout at the Devil was what eighty one, nineteen eighty one. Was it that early? Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying like Tommy Lee and junior high would have been like in the, in the mid seventies. Okay. Like the, in the mid, we'll, we'll say the mid seventies because he's, he'd be like in his late fifties now. Okay. Like pushing 60 now. Um, if you want to Google him real quick, I don't know. He'd be in his late fifties. <clears throat> Cause Nikki six, up. one of our Nikki's is like 60. Nikki six is 60. So Tommy's like right around there, late fifties. So we would, we would say if he was born, obviously if he's born in the early sixties, he would be in junior high in like the mid seventies, right? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, Tommy Lee is fifty-seven years old. Okay, there you go. So mid seventies, Tommy's in junior high, uh, swinging his dig ding dong around the fucking locker room. So, yeah. But let's think about this. What was every, unless you're Tommy Lee, of course, or Shaq? Uh, what would what would I've actually heard in, Shaq has a little dick? Oh, really? Yeah, one of his ex-girlfriends like put him on blast and said he had a little dick. I don't which has that. to be like a lie. Not even if it isn't if it isn't a lie though, it has to be. I can't more think of a more of a more angry god. Yeah, than to uh, take sure a nine a foot tall, three hundred and twenty pound black man and giving him a little bitty pee bird. Yeah, I, I just don't believe that. It's probably so. average, but because he's so large, it just looks like a little bitty dick. I mean, I, I guess, I don't know. I mean, I, I just can't imagine it's like, well, well for, you got to think about this though. Okay. So as far as the girls go, the girl's concerned, then what fucking wieners were you getting pounded by then? If Shaq has a little, if Shaq has a little dong, then what wieners were you getting, were you getting it from? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Dennis Rodman, maybe. I mean, well, let's think about it because if, if you're saying, like I I've had like my ex uh, pissed off at me and, you know, uh, giving me the business and then do the, do the, uh, the one inch sign to me. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I've had that happen to me, but it rightfully so I deserve it. Yeah. That is 100% true. But if you did that to Shaq, you're a liar. I'm sure you're a liar. I just don't believe that. You, I mean, I just don't believe that. So if you're saying that Shaq has an inadequate ding dong, then who were you getting slammed by? Because... I don't know, because like LeBron James accidentally showed his wiener. And it oh, was, really? And it was very small. Okay, well, I don't know. Like I said, I mean. And you can look that up. He, he's, like... talking, he's talking to a, a radio or a, he's like on the basketball court. He's got his hands down the front of his shorts for whatever reason, and he's not paying attention, and he's talking, and he accidentally pulls his shorts for it, and there's his wiener. And it's okay. nothing to write home to to even a small Asian woman about. Well, I don't know. I mean, I got I got literally the short end of the stick and I'm way above average height and size. 
and I got, I literally, I literally got the short end of the stick. So yeah, but it, that's I, not that bad because you know we're just white dudes. We're overweight white dudes. Nobody's expecting uh, anything. But when you're nine foot tall and black, so that's that's brutal, man. It's brutal. That's brutal. <laughs> so so, anyways, <laughs> let's think about this girl for a second because if you're if you're calling out the diesel, if you're calling out Shaq Diesel here, then you got to be like, I mean, who are you getting it from? Because it's got to be like throwing a fucking hot dog down a hallway. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. either either A, you're just being you're just being an asshole in general, or you literally like it's like fucking a warm bucket of water. I don't know what else to I don't, I don't know what else to like I want to see who this girl is. I want to see who the fuck said that. We we need to find out who that is because we want to talk to her. We need to but get they, her on here and we need to have some wiener talk with this with this lady. Anyway, shout out to Shaq. Shout out. Exactly. Shout out to Shaq Diesel. Shout out to LeBron James. We're in your corner, Shaq. I'm telling you right now. I, You know what? I have seen Shaq in person, and he is a very large man. He is an extremely large man. Uh, I have. I seen him in the 90s, actually, when he was, like, in his prime, in his Orlando Magic days. So, anyways, uh, shout out to the Diesel. But yeah, Tommy apparently. So so, anyways, back to the the junior high thing. It, all of us inadequate young men were deathly afraid of having to change in gym class. Am I right or wrong? Uh, I, that was something that never like I, I never, I don't know. It never bothered me. But Even, I mean, it's something despite that you my were like, inadequacies, I wasn't adequate, but it didn't bother me. Like I didn't care. Well. I would say that a lot of people had that like phobia. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a common thing. Yeah. Amongst young what, men. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> regardless whether it was the mid seventies or eighties or even in the late nineties, mid yeah. to late nineties or early two thousands, it don't matter. I but would then say you realize that's a it's fear. just like not a big deal. Yeah, but I'm just saying that. Most oh yeah, people, very common fear for young men. Yeah, a- absolutely. But if you're but if you're Tommy Lee, it's like well, exciting. Uh, yeah, you're like, I can't wait to change in gym class. Yeah, I'm about to fuck some people up for the rest of their life. <laughs> I'm about to scar some people today. I, I want everybody to see this work of art. So, There's going to be three you know, suicides just... tonight after first gym class. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking, he's standing on the benches doing the helicopter in the fucking, in the, in the locker room. Like, you know, look at this. It's like a, it's like a display. I mean, just making everybody just feel like they want to go home and shoot themselves he's at his locker getting dressed and somebody's like tommy lee you left your dick in the shower (laughs) (laughs) and everybody called him tommy lee there is no referring to him as tommy he's always been just hey tommy lee you left your ding dong in the in the shower uh you know then he turns around and closes someone else's locker with his dick he had to take two pt tests yeah, like he's got to like keep his hands down like at his sides to prevent it from like hitting people in the locker room when he's <laughs> when he's maneuvering around, like because you know everybody's trying to get dressed and there's lockers up up high or lockers down low or whatever. And next thing you know, poor Johnny's down there trying to tie his shoe, and Tommy Lee turns around to leave and he gets socked in the eye with Tommy's ding dong. I Tommy think I Lee's read ding-dong. somewhere that his dick actually has an ankle, so <laughs> it has an elbow. That's what yeah. I heard. <laughs> Crazy, crazy shit. So, anyways, Tommy knew that he had a an above average uh, wiener in the seventies, apparently. 
So it's crazy. Yeah, I wasn't I can't even thinking imagine. about dicks in, in middle school. Exactly. I mean, but if I had a giant wiener, I would be parading it around. Oh, and why would you not? I would just wear gray sweatpants all the time without any oh, yeah. underwear. <clears throat> I would be wearing joggers and I'd have boner pants on 24 gray sweatpants made of silk. <clears throat> and I'd be sagging my pants down like all the rappers do. Yeah. And I, I would want everybody to know that, hey, I have a giant wiener. I don't care if I'm grocery shopping or if I'm just standing at, at church. You know, it, wherever I'm, <clears throat> I go into the stop and rob and get some Keystone Light. That's fine. I, yeah. I want everybody in there to see it too. And I don't you give know. a shit. Think about this. I don't even care. I'm gonna walk right in to the beer cave where it's nice and cool, and I don't even have to worry about any shrinkage because I'm Tommy Lee. Yeah, yeah. At, at absolute worst shrinkage, you look above average. Still, you're still making people <clears throat> jealous. It don't matter. Yeah. You walk out of the beer cave in complete shrinkage from the 33 degree perfect temperature in there and you walk out and you're still you know that everybody's looking at your junk and everybody is jealous and that's really the ultimate flex to hit hit on a woman in gray sweats in the beer freezer i mean that's like the ultimate flex that's like can you imagine standing there with your boner pants on and a keystone a case of keystone light under each arm and just everybody in the whole place just staring you down. Now oh, you probably had her at Keystone and then, you know, the pants. I mean, I'm just saying. Forget about just, it. I'm trying to think of what that would be like. Forget about and it. And I, I can't. Neither so, one of us will ever be able to think about it. <laughs> no, no. I'll just I'll just continue to walk in there and buy my Keystone light and not have to worry about the shrinkage because there's not a whole lot there to shrink in the first place. So I don't have to worry about any embarrassing moments. Because I don't, I don't have to deal with that when I go in and and purchase my beer out of the beer cave. So, serious, serious business on the Tom Segura show. So, we'll uh, check out check out Tommy's wife though. Check her out. She's a uh, quite the sensation on Instagram too. Apparently, also she's a stand up comedian. Oh, you're talking about Tommy Lee? I was thinking Tom Segura. No, 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 no. Tommy's wife is what I was talking about. Why don't you pay attention? Okay, okay. I'm back. Yeah. I mean, props to her for taking that ding dong every night. I mean, shout out to Brittany. So also more wiener talk. You know how sometimes we scroll through Facebook and the, or wherever and the ads are popping up and we've talked about that before. So I've gotten a couple of the pop-up ads and one is another wiener compartment underwear from separatech.com. They have camouflaged wiener compartment underwear. Not plain colored ones. I'm talking camo dick compartments. For when you're you're hunting in your underwear. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Separatech.com. When I seen that, I'm like, oh, shit, those are very stylish. Okay. Okay. yeah. Now, when you say compartment, do you mean it's like a tube compartment where you actually slide your dick into this cloth tube and then there's a separate compartment for your balls, like those toe stocks that people wear? Or is it one large compartment? No, it's those other. It's just like those other wiener compartment underwear we talked about a while back. You know, okay, okay. Different company. So they got competition out there, but not like Tommy Lee competition. Just normal people competition. Okay, okay. Mouseprotect.com. Also, also, uh, you know, you got to take care of you got to take care of the downstairs area, right? You got to yeah. you got to be on top of that situation. And apparently. There's some good products out there, and I ha- now I, I cannot endorse these because I have not tried them. 
However, manscaped.com, okay, they've got all kinds of products geared towards your manhood. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they've got the lawnmower, which is this clipper trimmer thing, thingam, thingam, thingamabob. Uh, and we should pretty... probably clarify right now that we're not getting paid for this. Uh, Manscaped oh. actually does a lot of ads in podcasts. Oh, uh, they're they? like Hello, yeah, they're like HelloFresh, and they're like they they're really big into podcast ads. And this sounds a lot like a Manscaped ad for a podcast, and that's not what's going on here. Yeah, no, this is completely um, all us because we yeah. like our dick talk. We yeah. got to cover that. We know our listeners, all seven of you, like to hear about wieners too. So we want to make sure everybody's taking care of their their junk while they're out there <clears throat> shopping for Keystone Light Orange uh, on the orange can hunt. We want to make sure that you're all taken care of out there. So, and in addition to the lawnmower, this this clipper tool thing. Now they have, and I can only imagine what this would be like. But they've got the crop preserver, which is ball sack deodorant. Okay. I mean, I mean. How thoughtful. How thoughtful. Have you ever noticed how sweaty balls also smell like sweaty vagina? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, Mary. I mean, this is things that we don't talk about out loud, guys, but sweaty balls literally smell the exact same way as a as a as a as, a, as, a, as an un, unkempt vagina. And uh, we need to put that out there. Because it's well, yeah, we're not talking about a lot. Guys aren't mentioning it, um, but I think that everybody would agree if they would be honest about themselves. Um, that that we don't, have, balls. we don't have much vagina talk. We really don't. <clears throat> I mean, we do, but it's not direct. But quoting um, Seth from Superbad, have you have you seen a vagina by itself? Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> we love that movie, so we got to give a shout out to Superbad. Yeah. So, anyways. <clears throat> Excuse me there, I got got the coffee. Anyways, this crop preserver, this ball deodorant, this ball sack deodorant, I mean, it seems like a pretty good product. I might just have to give it a shot, but you're right. I mean, you can't be having your sack down there smelling like uh, a Jane. I just use talcum having... powder. Yeah. Yeah, and also they have the crop cleanser, which is a pre- and post-trimming as well as daily showering gel for your junk. So... You can get all kinds of prod, uh, products from them for a, a variety of wiener needs. Oh, yeah. It's like a Lowe's for cock. Yeah. Yeah. Manscaped.com. But no, this is not a paid advertisement. We are just trying to uh, to let the listeners know because we know you like your wiener talk. So oh, yeah. anyways, anyways, uh, that's, that's some uh, serious business with the Tommy Lee situation. So go check it out on YouTube, Tom Segura Show. And before we wrap things up, you know we got to talk a little bit about Friday the Thirteenth because we don't yeah. want to get we don't want to get any bad reviews from you people out there in iTunes land or wherever the hell you listen to the show at, right? Yeah. So, anyways, uh, the other day I was scrolling through the interwebs and I seen an article from Jeremy Dick from Horror Geek Life, and that article said, basically, uh, was all about why did Roy. In Friday the 13th, part five, why did Roy mimic Jason? So he goes on with a different scenarios and hypotheticals and, uh, um, you know, all, uh, d- 
different different situations, if you will. And we don't get into much of the theories and all that shit. And uh, that's okay for those of you that do. We just don't usually we don't usually do that. But that's a good question. Why did Roy mimic Jason? So I'm gonna let you take a stab at that first. Why did Roy mimic Jason? Well, the movie and you can tell that this is unscripted completely. Yeah, the the movie leads us to believe that that Roy mimicked Jason because he was angry over his annoying ass uh, retarded son catching the axe. So he kind of snapped and then resurrected this this dead um, killer from the past for some reason, which is never really clear uh, to seek vengeance on people that didn't have anything to do with it. So would he do that? I don't know why he would do that. I don't have an I don't have an answer to that, Nathan. For the first time maybe in this show's history, I can't come with a come up with a logical reason why he would do that. Well, I mean, I haven't read this article. It, it should also be explained. Yeah, and and you can just go to Horror Geek Life, check it out. Um, but it's it's open for debate, it's open for interpretation. So, just off the cuff, like I said, there's a prime example of this show is not scripted there if that doesn't ex- if his response doesn't doesn't uh show that then i don't know what to tell you yeah and i really i haven't really thought about it either i just jotted down i thought you know what for uh for because i didn't episode, even know we were going to be talking about this until right now exactly so because <laughs> yeah, that was about also and so and it's not we could we could spend an hour talking about it sure we could hypothetically uh what about this what about that but just off the cuff why would he do that? Well, in my opinion, just real quick, because it's an it's an easy scapegoat. Right? Yeah, but it's an easy it's an easy uh way to try to cover up your crimes. Well but, we'll make it but there like wasn't Jason. a reason for the crimes. That's what I've always been confused about. Like well, there there was in part five. What was I his mean, reasoning? Well, in part five. Well, you obviously haven't seen part five a whole lot then. I've seen it a, th- a thousand times. Best I can remember, it's just because his his, his chocolate loving tubby boy there got got axed. Well, there you go. Kind of snapped. Yeah. So, but there he's you killing go. people that didn't have anything to do with it, though. That's what I don't understand. Like, well, don't... yes and no. I mean, there's there's some relation there, but is it direct relation? Well, I mean, you got to think they're all at the same uh, the same place. Uh, that's if, true. That's true. Yeah, so I mean, like I said, we could talk about this for an hour, two hours, maybe three. I don't know. We could uh, we could talk about this um, all day. I I don't know, but off the cuff, why? To me, just a real quick response without having to think about it too much would just be it's an easy cover up. Make it look like the hockey mask killer is responsible, even though they state that his. Ashes were burned. He was cremated. But, yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) And that's, and Jeremy did say that in his article. That was one of his, his responses too. So uh, there was a, there was a number of them on there. I'm not going to go through all of them, but just when I think about it real quick, like if someone said, Hey, you know, why do you think, what do you think the basis was for that? I'd say, well, it's an easy cover-up to try to make it look like Jason did it. I think that's probably going to be your most common response right there. In yeah. My opinion. Yeah. So, and that's what I'm, go- that's basically what I was saying. 
Yeah. So yeah. whether whether you like part five or not, it is what it is. But, but to me, that's the quickest, probably most common response is uh, the Jason cover up, basically. Well, make it make it look like Jason. And uh, but, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't necessarily agree or disagree with any of the other reasonings. Um, they all have logic to them in the article. It's just kind of whatever you think. But off the cuff, I would just go with that one, <clears throat> whether that's a right or wrong or uh, whatever it is you think. To me, that's that's an easy one. <clears throat> that's an easy response right there. So, yeah. 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 So uh, that's our. Well, I don't know if it's been five minutes, but that's our five minutes of Friday the 13th talk for this episode. <clears throat> yeah. Five on 13. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> five on 13. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Which is a also good. a video on Pornhub. If you look at uh, it, it could be. I don't know. I'll take your word for it on that. Yeah. So there's your five on 13 uh, for this episode. And unless you got anything else, we'll go ahead and uh, call it at that. Let's roll out. All right, that wraps up another episode of Camp Blood Radio. So please rate and review wherever the hell you listen to the show at. Go buy a show shirt at Slasher Dot Graphics. Uh, we would definitely appreciate that. Also, buy some other shirts from Slasher Dot Graphics. James has to have money to buy flannel shirts and buy uh, vape liquid, and he uh, he would appreciate. He would appreciate your business. So uh, Never Hike Alone shirts, First Jason shirts, J3 Jason costume shirts, Sal Jersey Jason, Gallows Lane shirts. There's all kinds of good shit. So uh, help us all out. Buy a shirt. And also, uh, Brian Emenheiser, before I forget, has a donation tab on his Facebook for Sal Jersey Jason for uh, donations for the Blairstown Museum. So go check that out at South Jersey Jason on Facebook. Check out the donation. Uh, obviously, the the uh, we probably should have talked about this a little bit earlier, but the Blairstown Museum has not been able to have normal traffic because of the whole uh, Kung Flu virus situation. So anything that anybody can do to help them to help keep the museum afloat, they would definitely appreciate that. So if you want to throw them a little bit of cash money, uh, Go check out the tab on Brian's page and anything and everything will definitely help out. Uh, if you have any suggestions beyond that, feel free to drop us a line unless you're Mark Tefner. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>